Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Natalie Moore, in today for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Omicron has reached its peak, but suburban protests over vaccine and mask mandates seem to be rising. Last Saturday, a crowd lined up outside Naperville's DuPage Children's Museum to protest its policy requiring proof of vaccination for children over five. And in North Suburban Highland Park, hundreds protested that town requiring proof of vaccination at restaurants. And over in West Suburban St. Charles, the public library is closed for in-person services after staff received threats over mask mandates. So why the conflict and how can communities address it? Later, we'll hear from Richard Holub, co-owner of Norton's Restaurant in Highland Park. But first, we hear from Highland Park Mayor Nancy Rotering. She's trying to navigate through her community divisions, and Highland Park seems conflicted. Interestingly, it's been very split between uh, folks who live in Highland Park and folks who live outside of Highland Park. The vast majority of opposition has come from people who don't live in Highland Park, and we've received several emails and, and social media posts supporting this effort to um, really maintain the public's health. It's a short-term effort to mitigate people's risk, and people appreciate that we recognize that we're all fighting the virus. We shouldn't be fighting each other. And at the end of the day, we are doing everything we can uh, to partner with our restaurants and to give the folks who live in Highland Park uh, the comfort and confidence in knowing that they are eating with people who also follow the science and support vaccination. So there are people who don't live in Highland Park who are coming to protest. Do you know where they're coming from? All over the place. So is Highland Park for them some sort of litmus test for them to protest and go to other places? I mean, what do you know about those people? We know that uh, there have been protests all over the Chicago suburban region. Um, It's not just Highland Park. So um, I don't quite understand the mindset of um, we love our restaurants, so we're going to boycott them. I think it really is a matter of stepping back, taking a moment, and recognizing the enemy is the virus, and we need to do everything we can to end this pandemic. You witnessed the protest on Saturday. What did it look like? Um, It looked like a lot of people standing in snowy, cold weather, uh, sharing their own points of view, thankfully, peaceably. And, uh, you know, we always support the First Amendment in Highland Park. It seems to me that really we need to be figuring out how can we end this pandemic and not how can we continue the vitriol against each other. Did you say anything at the protest or were you? I did not. Okay. Okay. You said it was peaceful. How long did it last and what were people saying? Was it chance? You know, can you describe a little bit? It was about a couple of hours long. It started quietly, slowly. Um, Obviously, you heard the speaker from one side. Uh, They were very organized. They had signs. There was a counter-protest across the street, Uh, a little bit of a moment of tension when those folks started to engage with the people on the south side of the street, and the police from Lake Forest and Highland Park were there, intervened to make sure that everybody sort of stayed in their own lane. It was, you know, mostly just people standing with signs, and uh, talking to the press. Some of the protesters compare local politicians and business owners to Nazis. Highland Park has a large Jewish community. What's the reaction been? For so many of us in Highland Park, the Holocaust is a really horrific part of our own family's histories. 
Um, it's absolutely appalling that people are going to use those analogies. And there's a great post today on the U.S. Memorial Holocaust Museum's Twitter uh, talking about how absolutely wrong and insulting, disgusting, appalling, pick your word, all of that is. It's simply unbelievable to me that asking people to follow principles of public health are being compared to the horrors of the Holocaust. There's, there's, there's no parallel, and it's pretty bad. Were there any counter-protesters on Saturday? Yes, and that's what their main point was. They view these uses of Holocaust analogies as a form of Holocaust denial. And as I mentioned, for so many people in Highland Park, it's a personal pain and horror. And uh, it really, I think, diminishes the argument that the folks who are protesting are trying to make. It goes too far. As Congressman Brad Schneider once said, if you're, unless you're talking about the Nazis, don't talk about the Nazis. This mm. is absolutely not that, and it's absolutely wrong. Richard, how do you feel about having to enforce this proof of vaccine rule at your restaurant? Well, um, to begin with, I'm essentially uh, neutral in whether we should continue to do this or not. Um, it's very difficult to specifically pinpoint whether my fairly dramatic slowdown in business is due to this mandate or it's not, which is true generally in the retail business. When your business is up or it's down, it's always very difficult to ascertain the reason why. Personally, I, I, um, I think it's a kind of a wash whether the mandate is helping or hurting. I think it's doing both. I think there are many people in Highland Park who come in and have told me that they're more comfortable coming into a restaurant where everybody has to produce their vaccination proof. And there are people that are coming in saying that they're uh, totally against that, mostly as an invasion of privacy. I've heard people tell me that it's uh, against HIPAA uh, laws, uh, which I don't think that's accurate. No, it's not. Um, Have you had to send customers away? I've only done it a couple of times, just uh, a small number of customers. We try to witness everybody's vaccination status before they sit down. It's less uncomfortable if we confront them at the doorway. And uh, if we have a problem, then we can rectify it for someone sitting at a table. The part that um, that's most uncomfortable for me personally and for all of my staff who who have a role in checking vaccination status is that we don't want to be in the position of being the enforcers of this policy. It's kind of totally against what me personally as a host, I want to be welcoming people and not checking to see whether they have a status to enter my restaurant. How do you and your staff feel? Do you or they feel more comfortable knowing that the folks sitting down are vaccinated? I don't think so. We've. I don't think it matters to us at all, to be honest. Everybody that uh, is employed at Norton's restaurant is vaccinated. Everybody wears a mask in the kitchen and on the floor at all times. Um, we haven't had a COVID case with our staff members in over a year. I don't think I've ever heard a customer tell me they think that they caught COVID in our restaurant. So it doesn't seem to be pertinent one way or another. Mayor, this isn't the first COVID conflict Highland Park has had. 
Two weeks ago, police were called to a Starbucks after a group of unmasked customers refused to leave. What do you think is driving this conflict? Um, I'll be honest, I think it's misinformation. I think people are reading things that are just not true, and they're, like everybody, tired of this pandemic, tired of having to change their behavior in an effort to keep people safe. We're all trying to strike the right balance of supporting our local economy, supporting vibrancy in our community, but also keeping each other safe. And it's one of those things where I just wish people would take a look at the data, recognize what's happening. Uh, Thankfully, it looks like the trends are heading in the right direction. But if you look at today's Illinois Department of Public Health data, um, we still have an incredibly high positivity rate in our region, 21.3%. We still have a huge strain on our um, ICU beds. They're only available at 14%. We're looking to see these metrics roll back, get us into a better position where the pressure on our first responders, our healthcare workers, people who are trying to save lives is diminishing. And so, you know, the misinformation is fueling so much of this. People are pent up. They're tired of having to change their behavior. I think it's a matter of let's try to find grace and help each other. And I loved the comment from the DuPage Children's Museum where they noted children under five can't get vaccinated. Let's do everything we can to keep them safe. Let's do everything we can to keep other vulnerable people safe. Let's do our part. To the folks who say that we're violating their privacy, I am fairly certain that most of them had to show some proof of vaccine to go to school. Um, We all did that when we were younger. We all continue to do that as children. And so it's one of those things where this is public health. It shouldn't be politics. Let's do what we can together to fight the virus. Do you talk to other mayors about how to deal with these conflicts? I do. I'm currently the president of the Northwest Municipal Conference. I'm on the executive board of the Metropolitan Mayor's Caucus. We as mayors have been in deep contact pretty much since the beginning and are trying to work to coordinate. And and as your listeners may not be aware, the proof of vaccine is also required in all of suburban Cook County, in Chicago, uh, in many cities across the country. This wasn't our idea. It's just an effort to mitigate the spread of this horrible virus that just continues to infect people. And what are some ideas that are being tossed around with other mayors about how to deal with these conflicts? It's mainly at this point just trying to help share consistent communication that the virus is the enemy and not each other. I mean, obviously, you know, there's been coordination in terms of working with the governor's office, having the mask mandate throughout the state. Very simple solutions. And in their absence, we would see, I believe, a much higher uh, risk of more people dying, more hospitalizations, more complications, but you don't know what you don't know. So we follow these established principles of public health and we do our best to keep people safe. Do you see what's happening in Highland Park or other suburbs as a microcosm to some of the polarization that we're seeing throughout the nation? I do. I do. It's unfortunate. I wish people would... uh, would find a way to agree more than disagree and recognize that we all share the same values. We all want people to be living their lives in good health, enjoying their time in school, enjoying their communities, and enjoying their time together. Uh, This, to me, is really an unfortunate byproduct of people believing misinformation and and possibly needing to, uh, you know, seek counseling if they're this frustrated with how things are going in the public realm. Richard, how has business at Norton's been for you, particularly during this Omicron wave? 
Uh, we are down uh, significantly. We're down uh, more than 40% for the month of January compared to last year. So uh, it's very difficult to determine why. I mean, is it because of people's vaccination status? Is it because they're just hesitant about being anywhere with this new variant? Is it because there are a number of people who are who are ill? I mean, I can't tell you how. I have an untold number of customers, friends, and acquaintances who who uh, have been infected in uh, just in the last month. And then I think the snowbirds and vacationers have have ramped up their movements uh, this year more so compared to last year as well. That's Highland Park restaurant owner Richard Hollop and Highland Park Mayor Nancy Rotering. Thanks to both of you for coming. Well, that's it for today's Reset. Vax mandates have divided communities and families. To get fact-based information, keep subscribing to this podcast. And please give us a rating. It helps people find us. I'm Natalie Moore in for Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening and please come back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.